Hello, welcome to your courageous journey. This is Julie Fairber. And this is Julie Sickles, and we're glad that you're here with us today for this mind moment. If you're new to our podcast, we rotate our episodes, and one week we'll have an interview with someone, and then the following week we'll follow up and talk about a principle of psychology or personal development that we share with you. So for today, we're following up after an episode with Todd, and Todd shared with us some of his life experiences that he's had the last couple of years with losing his wife in a tragic accident and then now beginning to build a new marriage with his new wife and blending their families. So it was great to have Todd on our episode and we're super grateful for the things that he was willing to share with us. And so Julie and I were kind of going back and forth a little bit about what we thought we should do the mind moment on and we decided on something that I think is really, really cool. Julie and I have been over the last, what's it been like two weeks? Mm-hmm. Something like that? Yeah. Yep. Two weeks, we've been working on like meditation and mindfulness. Yes, we're doing a mindfulness-based stress reduction course that is supposed to be an eight-week course. We're going to kind of probably take a little bit longer to do that out a little bit (laughs) yes yes but it's comprised of learning more about mindfulness and then practicing mindfulness every single day so Mm we are have been getting together on zoom and doing mindfulness so we wanted to talk a little bit more about this because as we were talking about our episode with todd one thing that I was really thinking a lot about is just how life is so unexpected and we never really know when it's going to be someone's turn to go. And, you know, for me, that makes me think about wanting to really be more mindful in my life with the people that I love and Mm -hmm. with the things that I love in my life and be able to kind of be able to be in that moment and appreciate those experiences that I'm able to have in a new way. I think sometimes we can go through life and get kind of caught up in the busyness of, right? Like, what do I have to do next? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think it's just the getting stuck in the day-to-day grind, the routine, Mm -hmm. you know, it's easy to kind of lose track of things that are really important and we end up putting on focus sometimes on things that are less important that we could probably let go you know i think we go through a lot of different kinds of tragedies too not just loss from death but like i mean i look at my own which have included like divorce and divorce Mm -hmm. from my first husband which also affected my two kids and you never really know how that's going to affect them as they grow up or you know I mean there's just so many different aspects to it and I think this idea of being mindful of just being in the moment and appreciating moments for what they are and that kind of thing I think I think that's the point that we're trying to get across yeah well and I think that it's important to point out too that mindfulness is a term that you hear a lot more now days than you did 10 or 15 years ago but part of the reason for that is because there's been a lot of really good research done and 
you know, mindfulness isn't something that we just do to feel better, like emotionally, but what they found, and that was kind of surprising as they've done that research, is that they found that mindfulness is actually extremely beneficial for our body. And that when we practice mindfulness, it can help us with all kinds of physical ailments as well as emotion or stress that we're trying to deal with. And mindfulness, I think we should probably talk a little bit about definitions. You know, mindfulness isn't just meditation. I think that's what people usually think of when they think of mindfulness. Mm -hmm. But, you know, mindfulness is really about being fully present in a moment that we're in and you don't have to meditate to practice mindfulness either i don't know Mm -hmm. what have you been learning julie what would you like to share about so so there's a lot of different aspects you can have i mean you can have mindfulness around everything you do but there was one that kind of stood out to me because i've noticed in my own life over especially over the last I would say probably like five years being a single mom always felt like I was on the go all the time right and with my eating meals they always turned into this thing that I just did because I had to and there wasn't a whole lot of thought put into them a lot of times I would eat out you know because I was driving and that was the easiest thing and the cheapest and quickest options are usually the most unhealthy for you and so I kind of got into this habit of not really taking the time to pay attention to what I'm eating and that's kind of the one of the things that we did lately one of the last meditation things we did was kind of in that realm of mindful eating so we took a raisin two raisins two raisins yeah yeah and the way that it was it was 12 minutes that we took to eat to raise. So it was just kind of cool for me because there's all these different aspects that you can think about when you're eating your food. It was guided by this man mm-hmm. and he brought up things like, you know, think about the people who planted the grape and who harvested the grape or, you know, like whatever. Package them, the- right? The people who drove yeah. them to... The grocers who put them on the store, right? All mm-hmm. all of the moments that led up to this moment when you're holding this grape. Mm-hmm. And yeah, just being really fully present with it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And also, yeah. he like engaged all the senses too. It was mm-hmm. like, there was a moment where we like held it to our ears and you kind of like... Crinkled it. Yeah, like smushed it a little bit so you could hear the sound it would make and then... You would put it in your mouth and not, and it just kind of like you wouldn't really chew it right away. You kind of roll it around and see how it felt yeah. in different parts <laughs> of your mouth, right? Like, mm-hmm. yeah. How was that experience for you? Well, so I, <laughs> I couldn't fully do it because I didn't actually have the raisins, but I could imagine because I've had raisins before. So I knew what it was like and I could imagine everything that he was describing and stuff and so well and I what I thought was really funny is I think you kind of resisted doing the raisin I asked Julie to get a raisin for like five days I'm like you don't have to get a whole box of raisins right just get a snack mix that has raisins in it and grab Mm -hmm. two raisins 
And she's like, I don't like raisins. I don't want to do raisins. And then we did the exercise and she's like, I should have had raisins. That would have been so much better if I had raisins. <laughs> sure, we'll do it again. But no, a lot of that too is just my being busy and I don't know. Anyways, so it was just a good exercise. I really liked it. And that's something that I want to implement more into my eating. And like yeah. we already talked about with the mind moment, we did one on gratitude and I think that kind of goes along with it, right? I think we do often take for granted a lot of these like luxuries we have. And I know sometimes we don't really think about eating food as a luxury because we need it, you know, yeah. we have to have it to live. But the fact that we can just go to a store and buy whatever we need and we don't have to go forward for it, you know, like that is a luxury. And so I think it helps us slow down more. I mean, we could talk about a whole bunch of different things with this, which I don't really want to get into. But I know I've heard a lot of different strategies, like for weight loss specifically. Yeah. And, and mindful eating is definitely one. Yeah. And like eating slower helps you, you know, those kinds of things. And so if you're taking time to be really thankful and really think about like the entire process of what's happened to put the food on your plate. I think that, I think that does a lot for just helping us to slow down. Yeah. yeah. And uh, you know, what I love about mindfulness too, is you practice it as a skill, you're able to learn to focus and become more aware and be in that moment and it isn't always easy. You know, part of the reason we're doing this eight-week course is because there's so many different ways to practice it. And I really enjoyed the raisin meditation, but we've been doing the body scan meditation, and I've done body scan before, and we're supposed to do it for six days, and it's not my favorite. But I'm doing it because it's not about, like, being in the moment and being like, oh, I'm so relaxed. It's really about being okay with yourself wherever you're at and being able to approach it with a sense of acceptance and non-judgment. So I do body scan and I get kind of antsy and a little mm -hmm. bit bored at Same. times. And I'm like, I want to go to the next part. Come on, this mm -hmm. is too slow. But that's part of practicing mindfulness is knowing, oh, it's okay that I'm antsy. It's okay that I'm bored. And I can build some of those distress tolerance skills by approaching myself non-judgmentally. Right. You mm -hmm. can't do mindfulness wrong, which is one thing that's really cool mm -hmm. to learn, because mm -hmm. even if it's hard, that in and of itself is teaching you something. You're understanding mm -hmm. something new. Yeah. So I'm going to be glad to move on to week two when we don't have to do body scan anymore. <laughs> because it's not For whatever reason, it's just it's There's... never been my favorite. Yeah, no, I think I it get surprised it. Julie because every time I'm like, "How was that?" She's like, "Oh, it was so nice." And I I'm fell like, asleep and <laughs> there's yeah. two of them though. There's one that's yeah. There's a minutes. twenty minute and a thirty minute. Yeah, and, and the thirty minute is long, and the twenty is. minute feels a lot better. <laughs> so yeah, the twenty minute one doesn't bother me a ton, but it's still not my well, favorite meditation. Like the last five, three to five minutes. 
is kind of like, yeah. oh, okay. But it's okay to do a 30-minute or 32-minute meditation and mm -hmm. to be aware, right? Like that's what we're building is that ability to be in that present moment and aware and engaged with what's going on mm -hmm. with yourself, with your feelings and with your thoughts. Mm -hmm. And that's not easy to do. We live in such a busy world where it's so easy to distract ourselves. Mm -hmm. And so that's why I believe mindfulness does have so many health benefits. You know, when you talk mm -hmm. about health benefits, it helps with cancer, chronic pain, high blood pressure, heart disease. There's a lot of research about smoking cessation and how beneficial and helpful mindfulness can be. Mm. So it's pretty incredible how beneficial it really can be when it's something yeah. that seems pretty simple. Yeah. But it isn't necessarily the way that we move through the world. So it really is one of those things that is a skill that if you want to receive the benefits, you mm -hmm. should try to be practicing it daily. Right. Well, and that was another thing that they pointed out in some of the videos that we watched, like the intro videos, is that a lot of people will say, I don't have time. And I know that's often like my excuse. I, I'm so busy. I don't have time. But if you stop and think about it, I'll use myself as an example. A lot of times in the morning, if I don't go to work right away, I'll wake up and I'll lay in my bed. 30 minutes minimum messing around on my phone. <laughs> yeah. Scrolling through Facebook or, you know, playing some kind of like mobile game lately. It's been Yahtzee, but like just wasting time, you know, it's stuff I don't need to do. I'm just doing it. So, yeah. Well, and I think you bring up a good point too in that you don't have to sit and close your eyes to practice mindfulness. So a mindfulness activity that I really love doing is, especially if I'm leaving my house in the morning, I pull out on the main street and there's an intersection there that I stop at that I can see across all of Salt Lake Valley. Mm -hmm. And oftentimes the sun is rising and I can see across the valley and I'll practice a moment of mindfulness where I'll just take a deep breath and fill my lungs and just feel kind of that awe of the beauty of what I'm seeing, mm. right? And how easy is it just to be at a light and be watching for when it's your turn to turn right? But mm. I try to take a moment and it doesn't take very long. I'm not sitting there for three yeah. minutes enjoying the scene. Mm -hmm. You know, it can literally be a five to 10 minute practice that you incorporate into your day. Well, another thing that came to my mind too, and this is like a treatment for like anxiety. So if you're in a panic attack or whatever, it's basically mindfulness that they're doing, right? Where mm -hmm. you try to engage all of your senses, which is yes. what you can see, what you can taste, what you can smell, what you can feel, all of those things, which kind of brings you back into like reality. And that's essentially mindfulness. And I think if you are someone who might have panic attacks or whatever, I would imagine that if you practice mindfulness every single day and that was something that you became accustomed to, I would guess that the panic attacks would probably be a whole lot less. It can definitely help because you approach it with, you know, mindfulness is approaching it with a sense of, mm -hmm. of non-judgment, 
about mm. what is happening in that moment. And so much of our distress in life comes from resisting what is. Oh, And when yeah. we resist panic mm. and anxiety, mm. it actually grows in intensity. So, mm. so yeah, sometimes the things that help most are kind of counterintuitive, right? Mm. If we are really bothered by something, but we can learn to accept that that is what is in that moment, then a lot of our distress can go. Mm -hmm. Or we can meet that moment, not with resistance in which we're going to have resistance come back, but we can meet that moment with curiosity mm -hmm. in which the circumstances will change, right? Mm -hmm. With another person. If you meet that person with curiosity instead of judgment, you get something different back. I just really want to challenge people with this episode to try to take some moments this week where you just sit with either the people you love or doing the things that you love and take a moment to kind of let it in and be in that moment, not thinking about anything from the past, not thinking about what you need to do in the future, mm -hmm. but really just sit in that moment and recognize what you have. Even if what you currently have isn't the best, right? Maybe mm -hmm. you're in the middle of a divorce or maybe you have some chronic health issues and you have a lot of pain. It's okay to sit with that pain, right? Mm -hmm. I, I have some health issues and sometimes I sit with that pain and I can just be with it and I can still be grateful that I don't have other health issues. I'm very grateful that I don't have cancer, that I'm not having to deal with that. And, you know, my health issues cause me pain, but I'm able to live a very full, productive, happy life. Mm -hmm. And it's okay to feel pain. Pain is just a message. It's just informing me about myself and my body. Yeah. The point that I wanted to bring up is just having that acceptance, just being okay with and it's a lot of, it's kind of a theme of what we've been talking about since we started this podcast. And I really like the point of just like not resisting because re resistance is what? Creates distress. Yeah. If we can kind of roll with the punches, I think things tend to go a lot smoother. Yeah. And, so. and that's not to say that when these really hard things happen in our life that it's okay. Because I think it's sometimes it's not okay. Mm -hmm. But having an acceptance that it is what it is and that mm -hmm. it's not okay yeah, actually does create mm -hmm. more peace. That's true. Well, and I think, too, we have an idea a lot of times of how we want our lives to go. And things get thrown at us that kind of throw that trajectory off, right? And it's we okay have to adjust. To, yeah. We have to adjust. It's okay to still want the goal and to still work for the goal, but you might have to kind of change the strategy then the like i think that's the point you're still you don't give up on the goal you're still working towards it but with if you're rolling with the punches you're willing to adjust and work with what you have yeah years ago i haven't talked to anyone recently about this but there's a type of therapy called reality therapy which was all just about accepting the reality as it mm. is Mm -hmm. Like that was a whole model of therapy, which is kind yeah. of amazing, but I think kind of fits into what we're talking yeah. about right now. And it's really hard to move forward when you don't accept mm -hmm. what is. When you're resisting. 
When yep. you're resisting what is and you can't mm-hmm. see it clearly, you can't take steps forward. You get very stuck. I think stuck is probably the perfect word to probably, describe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So listeners, I hope that you can enjoy your loved ones this week and have some moments of just acceptance with where you're at and what's happening, whether it's good or bad or whatever it is, right? This week when my kids are arguing, I'm going to take a moment and stop and just think, you know, I'm really glad I have a house full of kids even while they're arguing. I really Uh don't like arguing very much, but I can have a mindful moment Mm -hmm. with it and it can be okay. Mm -hmm. Good luck with that. (laughs) Thank you. I I bring that up because I know it will happen and I would love to have a more mindful moment when it happens rather than just getting frustrated. Yeah. (laughs) Personally. Yeah. (laughs) All right. Well, I think we're wrapping up here. It sounds like. So I just want to say that I'm really thankful for this podcast. I've had some moments and I, I'm thankful for our faithful listeners. Like, oh, and the, and the new ones, all the listeners, thankful for all of them. But like, I, oh, this has been like just good for me. We said from the whole like time that if it only helps one person, that it's worth it. It helps me. <laughs> I was talking to <laughs> I was talking to a close family member of mine recently and just talking about this idea that we should maybe quit, <laughs> you know, because it's not doing exactly what we had hoped in the beginning. But I was like, no, I'm never going to quit. I think that's the thing that we just mentioned is if things aren't working exactly the way you want, you just adjust. Mm-hmm. I think they can. Yeah. So, yeah, thanks for listening. And we'll say this all the time. People don't really do it, but we would love it if you would reach out to us. Email us at um, ycjpodcast at gmail.com. We're also on Facebook and Instagram at Your Courageous Journey. And we'll see you next week. Hey, bye. Bye.